This is awesome. Oh, fuck. Hey. Good to see you among the living, man. Check it out. It's the latest talent mix. Thanks, Pete. Good to see you all among the living. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Talon Mix. It is our Smallville recap podcast. I'm Brian. Here is always my pal, Zach. Zach, I have some news. I have been infected with a absolutely devastating Kryptonian virus. And if we don't put out the single greatest hour in Smallville recap podcasting history, I will be dead. So no pressure, uh, no pressure going into tonight. Okay, well, and just totally unrelated. Can I get the contact info for your family? Uh, like yeah, your, yeah, all your relatives. Yeah, yeah let me. I'll, I'll start sending that stuff over. Yeah, actually, if you can Perfect, handle a couple yeah. of things there. Um, yeah, exactly. So I know we'll have to explain what Smallville any, is. <laughs> do you have any kind of assets at all no. that you want me to? No. Okay. <laughs> That's that's easy. It's, <laughs> <laughs> there there is nothing. I have a I couple mean, of teenagers. Does your child have a have a godparent? I mean, are you like are you is is your child taken care of? Like, is I, everything going to be okay? I, Emily's fine. And, Emily's fine. Emily's fine. Okay, she she hasn't contracted the Kryptonian virus. No, at least as far as I know. <laughs> we don't touch each other. No, yeah, of course not. <laughs> it's also not clear if in this episode uh, that's how that works. Uh, we watched Solitude this week. It's the eighth episode in the fifth season of Smallville. The 96th episode overall. It aired November 17th, 2005. And Zach, I don't know about you. I think this episode is fine. <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was half decent. It was, I, 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 I was interested the whole time in yeah, what was going yeah. on which is more than i can say for a lot of episodes of the show yes agreed um i just think we're in a good groove yeah, here in season it, five it, the, the the floor is higher than it's than it usually right. is that said and i will I also, say it, it, on the negative end i watched half of it and then shortly before realizing uh before we were about to record i was like ah fuck i didn't finish it so then I had to go watch the other half. <laughs> the way it was intended to right, be watched. Of course. So I don't know if that's uh, the most shining endorsement that didn't remember I didn't finish it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I feel like season five has been much more consistent in quality than previous seasons. Yes. The highs aren't as high, maybe, and the lows aren't as low. It's just kind of... We're we're putting out we're small pumping bills. them out at this yeah. point exactly, <laughs> and we know what we're doing, and right. you know unless we try to do a vampire episode, nothing too terrible happens, and of even course. then it's not that bad. That that episode is not as bad as it has been as uh, its general perception is. Um, so uh, so yeah, I guess there's no need to be pussyfooting around. We can just get into it. Uh, yeah, coming. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. Go. Right. Go. I coming home I from work one evening, Martha is walking toward the house. Suddenly, an energy burst shoots out of the sky and hits her. Clark hears it from the barn, rushes out, and finds her lying unconscious in the driveway. She wakes up and thinks she's fainted and doesn't remember what happened. I always love good energy burst. A good energy burst to start yeah. the episode off. <laughs> 
So the wikis kind of forgets to mention that it starts out with Lois giving her a ride home. Right. Right. And it, you know, I, it's something like Martha's like, uh, you when working a job, you're living alone, you've got a brand new car. I'm so proud of you, Lois. Um, which is weird. It's I don't weird. Know, and like, cer- and was, certainly not just so we know currently Lois's state on the board. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, because she was like, you, you got your own brand new car. I was like, okay, car crash. We're getting a car crash. <laughs> There's no other, literally no other reason they would mention that. As if, like, yeah, right. As if for some reason they needed to tell us that Lois got a car. Like, I wouldn't just assume. Had you not mentioned the car at all, it was like, sure, Lois has a car. Why not? (laughs) For a second, I was like, okay, are we going to see the logo on the front of the car? Is this a product placement? Right. Like, nice brand new car. I could not figure out. Honda. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It looks like a Chevy or something. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's right. Lois Lane buys American. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, there's no way Johnny K would let her get some foreign car. Um, Clark goes to the Daily Planet to check weather reports to see if his mother was struck by lightning. Goes to the Daily Planet. To, I guess. I guess you can't just pull up the weather on your phone. But okay. that's the, the Chloe has. So they they make Allison Mac. Poor Allison Mac. Poor innocent Allison <laughs> Mac. They make her say some of the groaniest lines in television history on this show. Yes. And this one, this gem here is amongst the worst. She does. She usually acquits herself nicely with these tongue twister, punny, awful lines. What was it? What was it? I'm dying to know. So Clark is asking about the weather report from the previous night. And she says, uh, Usually people want to know about the forecast, not the past cast. Oh, I remember it now. Oh. <laughs> oh. That feels bad. My, my back hurts. <laughs> oh. oh, I got to call into work after oh, that line. Um. So Chloe tells him that nothing unusual was recorded. Clark suspects that Jor-El was involved, and he tells Chloe about how, after he was resurrected, Jor-El warned Clark that one of his loved ones would have to die instead. Clark fears Jor-El has come to collect. It's we're in the uh, someone will die phase of... (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, uh, just curiosity. I, I don't know if you know how many times uh, by this point has Mama K developed a strange illness in the show. This is at least three, right? I was going to say it's got to be three at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't even. It might even be more, but there are three immediately coming to mind. I can't think of exact yeah. episodes, but I have images of Mama K in a bed going. Ah, right. Clark! There's there's the one Kryptonian virus where. Clark even gets it. Right. She almost dies from that. Does she get fear toxined? Yeah, I was going to say fear toxin, I think, is the other one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There Um, might be another one in there. 
and then she just is Smallville medical poisoning her just like he, uh, yes yes I mean that like that like that mom poisoning her child in <laughs> six cents it keeps them coming it keeps, it's yeah it's Munchausen by proxy but a hospital and like you'll need us you'll keep needing us <laughs> even though we give you no medical care whatsoever we are not doctors <laughs> We leave people with recent bullet wounds yeah. alone <laughs> in a room. And that I, it's when Clark died and then they actually misplaced Clark, like an arrested development joke. <laughs> I have no doubt that the rest of that scene went when they went in to find Clark and saw his bed empty. Someone's like, oh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Was there a guy there? Or either that or fuck, this keeps happening. <laughs> Damn it. You said this wouldn't happen again, Bob. <laughs> um, okay. Lex is holding a, fo- a photo shoot at the talent and Lois is unimpressed. She warns him that someone will dig up enough dirt on him to ruin his chances of election. I, I love that you would need to dig anything up on Lex Luthor. Like, right. He was once again, this like local election. (laughs) Yeah. He was on an Island. Uh, His what he's been divorced several times. One of those people tried to kill him. I mean, he was in a mental institution and his best friend. Uh, It was, is, is a boy much his junior, a child. Yeah. (laughs) And forget about his future wife. Yikes. Oh man, Lex. Although I will say, <clears throat> Rosenbaum is very charming in this scene. Yes, um, extremely good. He's so good. He's like amused that she is trying to take shots at him, and he's like, "What did I ever do to you, Lois?" Yes. Like, what did I? And and really, what did he ever do to her? Nothing. 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 He helped her get her sister out of a jam one episode last season. That's I remember true. That. That's true. I believe he, he uh, casually refers to her as a muffin peddler. <laughs> but that's only after she right she right. like comes at him right, and right. then finally he's like, fire. "Hey, can you get me a blueberry muffin?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, um, it's mentioned that he 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 says I own the talent. Like that's why I'm doing the photo shoot here. Right? Does he still own the talent? I'm just cl- it switch hands a few times. I can't. Right? Because they were gonna like close it. Right? Wait. Yeah. Huh? I thought I thought at the end of season three when Lana was leaving, or maybe it was season four. One of those. He was like. I'm selling it off. Like, there's no reason to keep it just for nostalgia, right? Maybe he still has a minority share just in case. Maybe. Maybe. Or he bought it back. Yeah, you never know. Uh, Okay, Lois decides to ask Chloe for help uh, to help her find evidence that Lex was committed to Belle Reeve. I, I remember it's now it's been long enough that like, Maybe I'm just wrong, but I remember in my previous watchings of Smallville, Chloe having more to do than just retrieving information for other characters. <laughs> she at one point was a key romantic interest, and now it's just like, Chloe, hey, Chloe, hey, uh, find, uh, Chloe, uh, Chloe, find, find this for me. Go, yeah, no, faster, please. Thank you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I mean, 
it's definitely a Pete thing where they're like, how do we keep her involved? Luckily, the great Allison Mack has a lot, just a lot more charisma. Like, sure, for sure, that keeps you interested. Right. Um, oh, I miss the googly eyes. Bring back, the, bring back. There's there haven't been a lot of googly eyes this season. I gotta say, it's once in a while they'll go back to Clark. Chloe googly eyes, just like when they're bored or out of ideas, they're like, we need something here. For like an episode, they'll do it. And right. then they'll be back to right. just friends. Right. Um, okay. Um, they're looking for evidence that Lex was committed to Belle Reeve. At the Luther Mansion, one of Lex's scientists informs him of an electromagnetic tidal wave that is emerging from the black ship when Lionel arrives. Lionel reveals he knows about the warehouse and warns Lex that the public won't tolerate a politician obsessed with little green men. Okay, anyone who is like, anyone, I don't care who they are, is like the first thing I'm going to do when I'm in office. I'm going to go get the Area 51 fucking boxes and I'm just going to read them out loud. I'm like, let's get them in office. Yeah, but all those, you know, anytime someone runs for president and they're like even vaguely anti-military, once they become president, it's like memory erased. Yeah, right, right. They're like, oh, no, no, no. The secrets are too important. Yeah. We can't. Yes. Now that I know the answers, uh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. These keep safe so that you all keep doing your little monkey jobs. <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's there is information out there. Surely now this is really where we're getting the two white guys with a podcast. I'm sure there is information out there that if we were to hear it, we just go, well, fuck it then. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck am I? Fuck it. (laughs) And the whole thing falls apart. That's that. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I do have a thought here Uh, as I'm watching this scene with with Lionel Luther. Can we just like other shows, like any random show on TV that is struggling in the ratings, can we just bring in John Glover as Lionel Luther? That's the move. And bring, like, because the quality varies so greatly on this show when he's there and to when he's not there. Yes. Yes. I wonder if that works in other shows, if you can just plug and play him in, you know, when... uh what is what are the Chicago fires yeah, starts to dip in the ratings? You just bring in Lionel Luther. Lex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Out of the shadows. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fire. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, Clark goes to Fine and asks for more information on Jor-El. Fine already, Fine already knows about Clark's deal with Jor-El, convenient, but refuses to tell more despite Clark's insistence. Uh, I don't know if you caught this. I thought James Marsters as Milton Fine is doing some phenomenal briefcase work here. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I don't know if you flagged this, but like he like fussing around, with the, closes it, another shit, and then another shot, and he opens it again <laughs> and fusses with what's in it. Do you think they shot the scene first with nothing, and he's like, "Give me a prop. <laughs> I need something that opens." I'm an actor, damn it. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm a professor. I'm really getting into the character. <laughs> 
A-plus briefcase work. Um, uh, Clark reveals Fine's true identity to his parents, and Jonathan is suspicious of Fine based on the other Kryptonians they've encountered. Martha's... <laughs> you, do, you do get a little taste of, like... It's almost like a a racism moment yeah. where John, Johnny K is like, I don't trust those people. And, you know, and Mama K is like, Clark's, Jonathan, Clark's Kryptonian. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a kid they adopted from overseas. And, you know, like he's just like spouting right. off some racist shit right. at home. <laughs> Johnny K. Clark's Kryptonian. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about my alien boy. Um, so, uh, Martha, Martha's hand goes numb and she develops a strange bruise pattern on her left shoulder at the hospital. Doctors have no idea how to help Martha. So they were like, so fucking <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poison oak. I don't know. Sure. Wish she still maybe had some specialists from Metropolis on hand here. Huh? <laughs> that well's dried up. Uh, yeah, you can no more. No, you can't go crying to Lex anymore. Nope. <clears throat> Clark confronts. I still think Lex would. I think Lex. No, Lex, at this point, he's he certainly would. At this point, yes, he certainly. Would. Clark confronts Fine again, who reveals that Jor-El caused similar injuries to political dissidents on Krypton and was a ruthless dictator who imprisoned anyone who opposed him, including the rebel General Zod. Fine tells Clark that Jor-El destroyed the planet and sent Clark to Earth to conquer its people and recreate Krypton. We've seen Superman 2. We know he's lying. <laughs> Unless, Unless they're switcherooing it. It's wow. They're really putting a twist on it. Uh, Fine goes to the Kent home to examine Martha, who was getting worse. When she goes into convulsions, Fine advises treatment with a meteor rock, which relieves her pain. Fine warns that within a matter of hours, she'll be dead. Clark confesses to Jonathan that when he was resurrected, Jorel warned him that his life force would be exchanged for someone he loved. This, once again, we've talked about it. This deal sucks. And I don't think that's how human bodies work. Of <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Nope. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to take the life force from somebody else. Roughly around 100 episodes when somebody's yeah, right. uh, contract I need another. Up. I need another life force to replace your extinguished one. Oh, so you're going to kill a member of my family right now? No, 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 no. In several months. Also, just uh, how about anybody else? Nope. Has to be a, <laughs> has to be a beloved family member. It's really got to hurt. Just That's, like, you, what about? How, how else will you learn? There are like, I'm sure there are like bad people. <laughs> yeah. There's what like is, one, there's at least one guy who deserves it. Surely, surely. <laughs> it's just, it takes this out of the realm of even like vaguely science fiction. Right. <laughs> into Jor-El just as a magic wizard with superpowers, like a. It's, I also just, he may not be the uh, evil dictator that Milton Fine is telling Clark that he is, but he's a dick. He's definitely a dick. Right. right. He doesn't... How does he get to choose, like, right. To, right. to save his son, who he killed, basically? Right, right. For he's going to no kill reason. another for no guy. Reason. For no reason. For... <laughs> yeah. 
can we like if i'm clark i'm in that north pole like yo can we problem solve this here a little bit can we have a yeah. little bit of family therapy here and like work let's on workshop some issues here? this let's not let's work kill me when you don't get your way right right and then when when you, i call your bluff you know whatever and i get i die um and you have to bring me back to life maybe you don't kill some other person i, t- I don't think you to have make up to for it i don't i don't think yeah, you have to I, I think you get to choose my man i think there's more to this who, than you're telling me and i think you're being a dick about it <laughs> let's explore why <laughs> um so uh real danny tanner jor-el just a primo <laughs> tv dad um <laughs> Fine tells Clark that Jor-El destroyed the planet and sent Clark to on, uh, conquer Earth and its people to recreate Krypton. Well, uh, we did all that. Uh, Fine examines Martha, uh, the meteor rock. She'll be dead in a couple hours. Um, okay, Jonathan is upset that Clark didn't tell him about the uh, about the shitty deal. Uh, and Clark goes to the fortress to contact Jor-El. Jor-El denies attacking Martha but warns that Clark can't alter his destiny. Why not? <laughs> it's also, I, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but like, what's, uh, because you're going to be Superman? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, why, how do you know the future? Huh? Dead guy? <laughs> you're a dead guy. You're Computer a... <laughs> of a dead guy's memories? It's also unclear, yeah, exactly how much of um i suppose that's fine i suppose not explaining that is fine leaving that into the I realms mean, <laughs> of like ununderstandable but it don't make no sense you you definitely don't want to explain it because you can't pull that thread I mean, no you're right you're right this whole thing yeah, it's, watch something else ultimately right <laughs> it's right you tug at that thread eventually the sweater will unravel and it will simply reveal a couple of tired writers doing the best they can for- <laughs> Just a guy checking his watch and like bags <laughs> under his eyes. <laughs> At the planet, Lionel drops in on Chloe and tips her off about a story about a superpowered person at Central Kansas A&M. Dot, dot, dot. Professor Milton Fine. Li- Lionel, if I recall, the last time these two shared scenes together was when he was trying to kill her. That right? sounds right because to me, too. She was testifying at his trial right uh so apparently off screen they made nice because she's way like chill with him like they have a pretty chill back and forth in smallville i generally assume once three episodes have passed amnesia wipes everybody it's (laughs) the town is so irradiated with kryptonite (laughs) that no one can hang on to memories for more than three episodes (laughs) Clark genuinely Hi, would be like Alicia who <laughs> yeah, I never true. went to high school. That was one week later. Yeah. Yep. Um, Chloe agrees to investigate him and follows him around campus. Lois convinces Chloe to help her bring down Lex and Chloe tells her about a Luther Corp warehouse. She followed fine to they hatch a plan to sneak into the warehouse. Lois distracts the security guard and Chloe sneaks in. This felt a little, what's the word I'm looking for? This felt a little wobbly here. There's a, a, first of all, in the, the daily planet, there's a real, uh, home alone Mac and cheese situation. (laughs) Because Lois 
brings Chloe this soup, and Chloe's so excited for the soup. And then she starts eating it, and then they're like, hey, we should go sneak into Luther Corp. And then she had only taken, like, two slurps of the soup, and then she leaves it and takes off. Wouldn't you be like, hey, can I finish the soup? And yeah, then right. We'll go? It was, like, it'll still no be there. Time. <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry. She's nourished by investigative journalism, Zach. What What about that is not clear? <laughs> okay. And then part two of this. They go to Lex's warehouse where he is keeping a an alien spacecraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, one fucking guard <laughs> at the gate. Okay. One fucking guard is the equivalent of no fucking guards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's one guard and like a... Like one of those guard gates, those like just the the beam that goes down or whatever that's called. <laughs> and then <laughs> fucking there's another guard in like walking in the warehouse. Somewhere. At least Two put guys. a couple scarecrows in there somewhere. So at least it looks right. maybe like there's more security. <laughs> and also these two guys are like Renacop security <laughs> guards. Like this should be treated like a these, black site, right? Like <laughs> these guys know about the alien spaceship, the, the Renacops, <laughs> or like they're so dumb that they're like, "What is that thing?" He's like, "Uh, it's a kite." Makes sense. It's a big kite. Oh, a fancy kite. That's that's you and me. If we get <laughs> we get our we get our rent a cop job, uh, <laughs> for protecting. Sure. I I hope Area 51 just has one guard and like a rent a cop walking around the building. Maybe, or maybe that's yeah. just what they want us to think. Yeah, this whole sequence was a little sweaty. Yeah. <sighs> um, Lois distracts the security guard, and Chloe sneaks in. She sees a pool well, of. The... <laughs> Sorry, I just remembered the way she distra- distracts the guy. Is she's like, yeah, I just got this new car. He's like, oh yeah, it looks pretty good. And she's like, you want to sit behind the wheel and check it out? And he does, like, all excited, like it's a fucking Lamborghini. It's just a car. <laughs> yeah, it's like a new Chevy type thing, <laughs> available at your dealership in two thousand. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a, like it's like a, a lower mid class. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing car. It's the Much exact like the description here is car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, ooh, let me get behind a wheel of this thing. Vroom, vroom. Uh, never, never saw one of these from the inside before. That's crazy. It's like a kid that gets to see the cockpit of a plane. Always <laughs> gives him right. little wings. Yeah. yeah. Does he think he's going to get a Hummer? Is yeah, that what he obviously. Going on? That's the... Like, <laughs> if like I show in... interest in this... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he has an ulterior motive for sure. That's the only thing that is going to get me away from this conversation. Like, it's that's the only thing that's going to be like, ah, good enough. That works. <laughs> um. So, uh, Chloe sees a pool of liquid metal leave the ship and form into Professor Fine, holding a black crystal spike. Another guard comes up behind her, and when she turns back, Fine is gone. Lois and Chloe escape the warehouse. Um, they knock out one of those fucking guards. I oh, think sure. Lois knocks out the nice guy who she was showing her cool new car to. Sure. Got it. Put it on the board! <laughs> 
Martha's illness continues to worsen. Clark is taking care of her, and she tells him that she is more than ready to die for her child. There was uh, the scene here I thought was uh, kind of nice in that um, they don't make a big deal out of it, but uh, I like that uh the the kryptonite right eases her pain she's in a lot of pain but when clark comes in she puts it in the box like it's right yeah very yeah. it was, it was nice a good it touch. was a good bit of business um so desperate clark confronts fine again who tells him that the only way to cure his mother is for clark to destroy the fortress and break jorel's hold on martha do you think fine at any point during this episode, just thought to himself, this really was only a one episode con. I really didn't need to put all this fucking work into this thing. This kid is so fucking gullible. Yep. I <laughs> I yep. did not have to become his professor or teach this class. No. Nope. Literally, all he had to do was make Martha sick. He could have shown up as the delivery guy <laughs> and be like, hey, by the way, I'm Kryptonian. Oh, no. Is your mom sick? Here's what you got to do. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Laid all this groundwork for nothing. It's but, he really yeah. needed. It was really more for him to develop the character, you know? Right. Yeah. He's like, I'm bored. I'm a supercomputer. I'm the smartest fucking thing on the in the universe. I want to challenge myself. By talking about, by really just uh, uh, evil Wilsoning. Right. Yeah. Can, <laughs> I, can I teach a history class that has nothing to do with anything? And, but I'm really mad at Lex Luthor, I guess. Yeah, I uh, rant about a billionaire the whole time. This whole, I, I, this might be a good time to talk. I wanted to talk about this. We we kind of hit a Brainiac is going to recur um, throughout the rest yeah. of the series. But this is kind of the end of this storyline. Is that fair to say? I, he's going to pop up end. again this season, but... Yeah, it's the end of the uh, Milton Fine right. con job, right. long um, con story. I, and I, I'm going to assume they maybe had him for six and then like, we'll see you again, probably. Um, like, I, that's how I assume deals like this. Were. This is underutilized, right? Of uh, a, a mentor figure who's actually a villain. I, and I guess that's what we're doing with Lex this whole time. Maybe we don't need to do it again. But I feel like the Milton Fine relationship did not end up as fun as it maybe could have yeah i i think i think it's fun when he comes back as brainiac um and i don't mind him here i, I do like the idea you said last episode where maybe we do a whole season that's where what i think that's he's what a good guy yeah and then it turns out oh he's just been fucking with them the whole time right. that's like a big swing though right. Right, true. I, I still, I don't love, like, the way what we're about to get into. We'll, we'll talk more about it when we get there, which is soon. Um, so, uh, okay, Fine tells Clark, or they, they go to the fortress. Uh, they go to the cavern, they insert the key, they teleport to the fortress. And that's where I realize, oh, is that how they're still getting to the fortress? Maybe that's been established, and I wasn't paying attention. But, like, we don't just go. I... Real fast, right? You they, still gotta find it, I guess. It's still in the middle of the fucking Arctic. But the thing I don't like about this is that later, spoiler alert, Chloe goes to to this to the cave and follows them there, right? And then she says to Clark, "You left the key in the cave. Like you got to be better about that, Clark. How 
How would he take the key how with would, him? How, uh, that don't even... Hmm. How does it work? What was he supposed to do? But like... You're right, because he goes. Were, you put, yeah, you put that thing in there and then you disappear. And then the thing just stays there. You don't take the thing with you. You're right. That don't make no sense. That because don't make Le- no sense. Lex and Chloe were in there and then she disappeared and went to Antarctica or whatever. Lex didn't just walk up and be like, oh, look, the thing's still here. Let me fucking try right, this. Right. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> this is mine now because this is my whole thing. Interesting point. Um, so uh, Clark and Fine go to the cavern, insert the key, teleport them both to the fortress. Fine tells Clark to put the black crystal in the fortress and it begins to collapse. Is there a reason why Fine needs Clark to do this? Does he not know where the fortress is? Why can't he just go take the black crystal and go insert oh, that? Why does he need Clark? question. If he doesn't know how to get to the fortress, that's one thing. But but he does. He's been there in previous episodes. Well, then there's no reason why there's nothing listed that like only Clark can interact with this console. I mean, maybe I thought he was in there in a previous episode, but if he wasn't, he could just follow Clark there. Yeah, right. Obviously, he knows about the deal he made with Jor-El or whatever somehow. This plan sucks, dude. <laughs> he really did just want to teach history. <laughs> um, fine. Okay. Uh, so the fortress begins to collapse. Also, just, I, I don't know. Don't make a self-destruct crystal, probably. I don't know a lot of reasons why you would need just like, well, let's just make all a thing that just blows this whole thing up. Just in wait, case. Wait, 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 wait. Did he make it or did did Brainiac make it? I think Brainiac made it. That's a oh right, right. It was he says that Zod had made this, but didn't use it um, to fight Jor-El. Because um, Zod is a man of peace. Uh, How would that have hurt Jor-El back when he was a human? My castle, no. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> my shit, my stuff. Oh! <laughs> All my CDs are in there. God damn it! <laughs> uh, Fine incapacitates Clark with kryptonite and reveals that he was created to free Zod, the real tyrant of Krypton, so Zod can recreate Krypton on Earth. That's where I wish we didn't just have like Tom Welling just be like, "You've been lying to me the whole time. Zod's been the bad guy the whole time." <laughs> like, right? Oh, he he really spells it out. Yeah. He's like he, he's like dying of he's kryptonite or whatever, and he's like everything you said about Jarrell was really about Zod. It was reversed, and it was part of your plan this whole time. <laughs> it's not true. You were lying. It's the opposite. Oh, and I don't think you really did history. What <laughs> do you unclear? That's why your lesson plans were all over the fucking place. <laughs> And and you needed me to insert the thing. Maybe also unclear. <laughs> also, just to reiterate, Zod is really the bad guy, <laughs> and Jarrell is a good guy. That has not been changed from the canon. I came to that myself. <laughs> uh, okay, so Zod wants to recreate Krypton on Earth. He leaves the Kryptonite on Clark's chest and goes to. Why not kill him? Why not kill him? It's the typical villain mistake, man. Right. Just delete. Um, 
I would have established that, you know, that's where if we had more time, if we had anything to it, I don't know if there could, and I guess I don't know a ton about Brainiac, but if there was some element of like, I do like you and I would like you to join our, and it would be helpful to have you sure, with us sure, sure, sure. would be a thing, yes. but I don't buy it yep. from the, <laughs> um, you're going to see how great it's going to be. And then you're going to be right, like, yeah, oh, give man. me some stupid reason that he doesn't kill. Me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, he leaves the kryptonite on Clark's chest and goes to welcome Zod, who is appearing out of the Phantom Zone. Uh, Chloe meets with Jonathan at the farm and tells he's him. Just too, he's too stoked. About that's it. His buddy's The guy from the movie. The guy from the movie. Michael Shannon and or Terrence Stamp. He's waiting for Zod so Zod can kill him with him. That's like, it. It'll be like a bonding thing. That's it. And, and then Zod, we're going to be buddies. <laughs> me and Zod killing. I, I imagine Brainiac is like obsessed with freeing Zod and Zod is like, oh, fucking this, this guy, fuck Brainiac. Guy. I mean, I, I'm glad to get He's out. He's obsessed like, no, with me. Like, what do I owe this? Am I supposed to like hang out with this guy for the rest of the time? This now? is a computer. This is not even a real thing. Fucking, it's so weird. He's so weird. <laughs> I just, it's, <laughs> he's my friend. I feel Wait. bad for him, but like, you know, I kind of, it's kind of like, just like, yes, thank you for, thank you for freeing me. Did you happen to free literally anyone else for me to and talk to? Anybody you? else? No, ju- just hang you. Out with just you. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, no. Great. Well, let's let kal live. Yes. <laughs> so we can torture him. That's it um yeah <laughs> uh chloe meets jonathan at the farm and tells him what she's seen she warns that find is not as helpful as he claims i love how chloe here doesn't actually give <laughs> she, she she says something well she first she says something to the effect of like finds not what he seems and they're just like, it's a fucking alien goop thing from the ship. Right, yeah. Like, it gets yeah, to the fucking yeah. point here, Chloe. Come on. Well, she says, like, fine. I'm, I have a feeling he's not what he seems. And then she just bounces. <laughs> she walks out. Gotta go. <laughs> she, these people know. She could literally could be like, yeah, he's a bad alien. Sorry, I gotta go stop him at the fortress. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> like, I was like, is she coming back in with more? Like, did she go to get is something she... from her car? <laughs> She, no, she just, no, she's gotten into her. Oh, and there she goes down the drive. Son of a, what the fuck? <laughs> <sighs> Chloe goes to the Kawachi Caves and teleports to the fortress. She takes the kryptonite off of Clark and he pulls the black spike out, sealing Zod in the Phantom Zone once again. You don't just, I love that the thing needs to be in. It doesn't just initiate the sequence. It's, <laughs> um, has to be inserted the whole time. It's like taking a PlayStation disc out. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. don't work anymore. <laughs> Does not read. Does not read. I actually think it's the opposite. Well, I, I'm not going to get into how the PlayStation works. <laughs> as long as the game doesn't need to load anything else from the disc, it can it can keep playing. But the second it needs more information from the disc. So it's really more like a Nintendo uh, cartridge, an That's NES <laughs> We got it. We got it. Super NES cartridge. There we go. 
Um, so she takes script tonight off. I love this. Just like putting a paperweight on Clark just to make it. <laughs> uh, we need Clark to not be available for say, and you're done. Uh, <laughs> until Chloe comes to take it off of you. And sometimes he's fine. Sometimes I'm sure he could physically take it off of himself, but if the plot really, well, if, it could have to do with how pure the kryptonite is, Zach. If he uh, could just get have Batman invent a device to remove kryptonite from his chest, like yeah, when people be... set it on him, like just some kind of like a vibration or something that would get the kryptonite to fall off. That would solve that's so many what, problems. Zach, that's what the cellophane from Superman 2 is for. <laughs> Oh my gosh, wrapping up, wrap the kryptonite up. You put it up, whoosh, boom, done, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> Cellophane. Genius. Fuck, I'm smart. Um, it all started here. <laughs> <laughs> Brian is pointing to his brain. Yep. Um, so a fight ensues between Clark and Fine, who has the same abilities as Clark. Clark sends him flying, impaling him on crystal spikes, and he disappears in a burst of light. Simultaneously, the black ship vanishes from the warehouse, and Martha is cured. I love how the black ship goes away, because it's like, we're done with this for a little while. (laughs) We'll figure out where that went later. isn't fine, like, liquid metal? Mm -hmm. Why does getting thrown into a spike matter? Cause, because we're done with Marsters for a while. <laughs> My weakness, getting thrown across the room. And getting stabbed, which to be fair, is one of my weaknesses as well. Right, but one of your strengths isn't turning into liquid and moving mm. around. Mm, T1, th- yeah, fuck. I'm, wor- I'm, I'm working on it. You remind me every day I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up to a text every morning from Zach. Of, you can't turn into liquid metal. Fucking reminding me every damn day. You're a great friend, Brian, but remember, <laughs> you, do, you are not liquid metal. And you never, never will be. be. <laughs> Lex accuses Lionel of stealing the spaceship, which Lionel denies. He expresses concern that Lex is giving in to his delusions again. Gaslighting. Everyone is gaslighting. Grade A gaslighting from Lionel. He might be the champion. I know Clark is up there too, but Lionel like does it with such glee. Lionel, Lionel knows he's (laughs) Clark. Clark is a scared little boy doing his best and making no sense. Lionel is getting shit done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lionel's doing it for sport, man. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I would love to at the end of the like at the end of the series, boom, Lionel unravels a giant scroll and it just reveals which ones were all towards something and which ones were just for him. Yeah. <laughs> it was one was for the plan, one was for him. How fucked up is this guy? Just just think about this. His son who he drove crazy. Mm-hmm. To cover his own ass and mm-hmm. put into a mental mental institution, mm-hmm. and then gave electroshock treatment. That's my boy. That hasn't, yep. hasn't been around for hundreds of years. Yep. Uh, Brought back an archaic practice. <laughs> yes, is now trying to convince this same son that maybe he's going crazy again mm-hmm. because he believes that he has an alien spaceship, which. Lionel knows he does, he does have. 
it's that's the thing. Lex has been right the whole time. <laughs> I was like, are you sure you aren't losing your mind again? Like that one time you did that all on your own without my help. Lex's villain, villain origin. I said villain. Villain origin story is just being right, being right, and everyone be right. like, no. No, no, you're not. And he just goes fucking nuts. Went to my dad. He told me I was crazy. I went to my best friend. He told me I was crazy. <laughs> Fully recovered, Martha and Clark talk about losing loved ones. And Clark expresses how important she is to him. Warming up in the Kent house, Chloe tells Clark that Lionel is the one who tips her off to fine. And Clark thanks her for her dependability. Clark also reveals that he went to see the black ship but it has disappeared. I didn't even have to use his powers for that one. Just walk past the two guys. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, can I look in your warehouse for a second? Oh, do you have a oh, new yeah. car? Oh, yeah. Hey, there's um, a warehouse back here? Chloe throws some shade at R2-D2 in this little scene here. What's the line? Because Clark is concerned about... Uh, oh, he, he's talking about how Milton Fine, Brainiac said that human beings suck or whatever and uh she says that guy knows about as much of uh, he knows about as much knows as much about humanity as r2d2 and i'm like fuck you what did r2d2 ever do what to the you fuck did r2d2 ever do to chloe R2 also d2 knows a lot right also out of all the robots you're gonna pick like the most hu- humane one like right, the most right <laughs> the most friendly loving one <laughs> Everybody loves that guy. Come There's on. There's so many shitty robots you could throw <laughs> under the bus. Um, so uh, talking about all that has happened, Clark tells Jonathan that he's still worried about Jor-El's promise. Jonathan reassures him that even if it is true, he shouldn't dwell on what might happen and live life to the fullest. And that's the this this okay episode no they're leaving out an important thing which is lois and chloe have a little scene at the daily planet where we have a little nietzsche gasm we shoot our little nietzsche wad in this scene what is it god what, what, what is firing it? off nietzsche lines in this scene i i can't even remember there's like three it's all about lois is one day gonna work on the daily planet right. and be a journalist right right, right. um they're whizzing by Cause, us like cause, fucking cause she is, day. Yeah, so I can't even like, what was that? That was the Nietzsche line. <laughs> um, I'm just looking at uh, some featured music for this episode. We have I Don't Want to Fall in Love by She Wants Revenge and Wicked Game by Him. I had a him phase. Um, I also don't know if it's appropriately pronounced him or just H-I-M. But I have, I have no idea. They were a like uh, Norwegian cure kind of knockoffy sort of thing gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. i had a, i had a i had a moment i wouldn't say i was a big fan but they were they were closer in like guilty pleasure territory for me um let's see looking over some notes looking for some fun facts lana lang does not appear in this episode uh although she previously did not appear in the episode exposed this is the first episode in which she is neither seen nor mentioned Ooh. Not a footprint of Lana in this episode aside from her opening credit. We get a lot of Lana next week, though. That's true. 
Uh, next week is a Hall of Famer. Next if I remember week correctly. is yeah. If I if this turns out to be a bad episode, I'm going to be so dejected because this yes. is one of my favorites. I remember this one very fondly. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll find out. Um, when Clark is in the fortress for the first time, the clip of him taking the main crystal from the console is reused from a rival. I guess I get it if you already have it. Yes, for sure. They reuse shit all the time. Okay, Lois's new car is a 2006 Ford Fusion. Oh my gosh. No one has ever been like, can I sit in that Ford Fusion? During the original airing, one could win a Ford Fusion by entering a Ford-sponsored contest and identifying the song playing during the scene with Lois and the security guard. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Wiki. (laughs) Thank you, Wiki. We answered that mystery of why so much talk about Lois's boring car because of Ford Fusion. Great. We got there. Great. Good job, Ford. Um, Zod technically first appears here, his face being glimpsed, though it was far away and blurry. Um, do, 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 do. The bruise on the right side of Lex's face has healed and is no longer wearing a cast that he wore at the end of Splinter. Oh, if that's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> if that's how pedantic we're going to get. Um Okay, this is this episode contains the first on-screen interaction between Chloe and Lionel since his conviction at the end of season three more than a year earlier. They are on bizarrely cordial terms, despite the fact that Chloe knows Lionel tried to have her killed multiple times a year earlier. However, it had already been stated that uh, that Lionel had been passing on information on Lex's activities to Chloe in an effort to derail Lex's state senate campaign. It's possible that her had already been a reconciliation between Lionel and Chloe prior to this on-screen meeting. A, re- a reconciliation like, uh, hey, you tried to kill me. It was right. two seasons ago. We're done. We're d- Come okay, on. You're right. I swear, though, Brian, I swear I'm not the wiki writer. I promise. <laughs> that would be an amazing reveal at the end for you. you, you you've Big been writing twist. the wikis the whole That's time. That's my Brainiac long con. Yeah. There you go. A brief advertisement of Superman Returns is included in this episode. Uh, that's interesting. Hey, we have a Superman Returns episode over in the backlog. It's a pretty good one. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. included in the episode? Yeah, it must have just been like a commercial spot. Must have been dedicated to okay. Superman Returns. Not That'd be my guess. In the episode, right? Right. With the um, episode, right? Um, Martha says, even when she's gone, her love will never die. Mirroring what mirroring what she said about Lara in Memoria. Um, Clark wonders how Lionel could have learned that Milton Fine is of Kryptonian Kryptonian origin. However, while controlling his body in Hidden, Jorel told Clark that Lionel had become an oracle of all Kryptonian knowledge. Well, there you go. Uh, when Clark tells Chloe that he found Martha passed out, he says he found her in the field, but Martha fell in the driveway. What are you? Why? What are you covering up, Clark? What are you covering? <laughs> why are you lying? That, I'm willing to bet that happens a little more. Of like, they shot that, or like didn't bother to change it in the script, and like right. on the yeah. day rather than finding like we'll just do it out in the driveway. Who cares? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure that happens a lot. Oh yeah. Um. 
Uh, Zod is the 25th DC Comics character to be adapted into the series. Lois tells Lex there must be enough dirt on you to create a landmass the size of Texas, which is actually the plot of the 2006 film Superman Returns, which had not been released as of the original airing of this episode. Boo! Boo! Wiki, we were on really good terms. Boo! You're done. Shame on you, Wiki. Shame on you. You should be ashamed. Um, General Zod first appeared in Adventure Comics 283, published April 1961. His full Kryptonian name is Drew Zod. Uh, He also appeared in the first two Superman movies. Blah, 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 blah. Fucking blah. Um, That's uh, that looks like everything. And uh, I was worried we wouldn't have much to say, but I think we hit time. Zach, look at us. Look at us go. Banging these out. We're moving along. Next week is I can't believe the episode's actually called Lexmas. I think I had in my brain that's what we were calling it. Oh, no. no <laughs> the no, title no. of the episode is Lexmas. We would have come up with something better than that. You're probably right. You're probably right. Um, but I'm pretty sure, like we said, it's a pretty good one. Looking forward to getting to that. I hope this was a satisfying enough hour and that I don't die of a Kryptonian disease which I, I have, of course, been very afraid of and have definitely had in the back of my mind this entire um, hour of recording. But, uh, hey. I feel bad because I really haven't been doing much to stop it. I haven't either. I got so excited talking about Smallville that uh, I forgot that, that I'm going to die. It's the, the bruise is covered all over. It's really looking bad. The, sm- the show doesn't communicate the smell. It's gnarly <laughs> over here, brother. Oh. <laughs> uh, this has been the Talon Mix. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Hey, if you want to support the show, we have a link in the description to our Patreon. We uh, we definitely appreciate uh anybody who chooses to participate in that so much. We do have some bonus shows up. Um, we watched all of the uh, the big recent movies. And uh, I think we'll keep doing that uh, uh, once a month-ish as we can. Um, And then, hey, if if you don't got five bucks a month, we totally understand that. Honestly, what's almost equally as helpful is pulling up your podcasting app and just giving us five stars. It helps boost the rating. It helps when people are searching for Smallville podcasts. It puts us a little higher up on the list. Um, And we appreciate it. Hey, Zach, do you have a question for the Smallville gods? Luther says, yeah. Good night, everybody.